You're listening to the Carnegie Tsinghua China and the World podcast, a series of conversations with Chinese and international experts on China's foreign policy, international role, and China's relations with the world. Brought to you from the Carnegie Tsinghua Center, located in Beijing. I'm Paul Hanley, the director of the Carnegie Tsinghua Center, and I'll be your host. Today we're very privileged to be speaking with Professor Su Hao, who is currently out of Beijing in Australia. I will be discussing with Su Hao China's perspectives on the rapidly evolving situation in Ukraine. Professor Su Hao is one of China's leading scholars in Chinese foreign policy and strategic studies. He is the director of the Asia-Pacific Research Center and the Center for Strategic and Conflict Management at China Foreign Affairs University. Su Hao, thank you very much for joining us today. Su Hao, as we're speaking today, Tuesday, March 4th, tensions are continuing to mount in Ukraine after months of government protests led to the collapse of Ukraine's government last week. Russia has dispatched troops to Crimea and tightened its control of the peninsula. Meanwhile, the United Nations, NATO, and European leaders have convened emergency meetings to discuss their responses to Russia's military occupation. The U.S. is threatening to isolate Moscow politically and economically if Putin does not withdraw forces and abide by international law. And U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry is on his way to Kiev on Tuesday. Before we dive into the current crisis in Ukraine, I'd like to ask you to give us a bit of context about China's relationship with Ukraine. Last year marked the 20th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic ties between China and Ukraine. Can you describe for us China's interests in Ukraine and the general features of the Ukraine-China bilateral relationship? Well, uh, as you mentioned, that China uh, relation with Ukraine is very important regarding the Chinese foreign affairs. China, on the one hand, we fix not only the China and Ukraine, it's very important, and China's relation with Russia is also critical uh, importance in the Chinese foreign relations, because uh keeps the stable relations between China and Russia and China and Ukraine, that could be good for the regional stability in within the Commonwealth Independent States area. And number two, because Ukraine is also very important regarding its economic capacity, its geographical location between this Asia and uh, Europe. So in this regard, Ukraine takes the importance of their strategies in, in Chinese concern. And also, regarding the bilateral relation between China and Ukraine, you know, Ukraine uh, is uh, very important, not only is a uh, uh, industrial uh, you know, position, including its uh, military in- industries, mm-hmm. and also some other important industries, like mm-hmm. the uh, shipping industry. Right. It's very important for China, right. but also the agriculture is very important for China. Thank you. Um, let's turn to the crisis, if we can. As you know, the crisis is rapidly evolving, and the international community is watching with great concern. And many are wondering what China's position is and what China's response will be to the crisis. The latest statement that I saw from the Chinese foreign ministry was rather ambiguous, explaining that China's position is both to maintain principles of diplomacy and international norms, while at the same time taking into consideration the history and the current complexities of the Ukrainian issue. So can you help us understand the Chinese government position and the view of the situation that has unfolded in Ukraine (coughs) since uh, this fall, November, and deteriorated even further since uh, the middle of last month? 
Well, yes, at the moment. The crisis in Ukraine also is a problematic situation between Ukraine and Russia. Also, the Chinese, uh, you know, facing the embarrassing situation. On the one hand, China and Russia will have a strategic partnership with each other, and on the others, Ukraine also is a critical position in the Chinese foreign relations. So both countries are also very important partners for China. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, at the moment, there's a serious problem between uh, Russia and Ukraine. So make China was very easy to make the, uh, you know, make the uh, very clear attitude. Uh, in other words, take the side uh, with uh, one or other uh, countries. But I would say that number one, China would do hope to, you know, to reduce the tensions mm-hmm. in this area, not only inside of Ukraine but also the relation between the threats between uh, Ukraine and Russia. Number two. Because Ukraine, you know, at the moment, uh, you know, Crimea is also the part of Ukraine in in a right. in a international arrangement, mm-hmm. and the Russians, to some extent, uh, take some military presence in uh, uh, Crimea. So, in this regard, I would say China will take the cautious about that, because it is understandable on China's side, regardless the Russians' concerns is, you know, is present in uh, Crimea. Because it is historical and traditional relation with them. Number two, Russia has its strategic, uh, you know, uh, concern in this area, including the strategic presence in uh, Black Sea. So it's understandable, China. Another way is that, uh, otherwise that, you know, it's a part of Ukraine. So regardless of international norms or even international laws, uh, China would come up, you know, uh, you know, violates uh, this kind of, I mean, ignore this kind of the uh, norms or the law. So, which appeals uh, both sides, especially in Russia, uh, to manage their crisis, should be very careful and should be not violate the uh, international norms. So that will provide the, uh, you know, the very strong, you know, oppose, oppose uh, from the uh, international community. Mm. So this 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 is Chinese concern, I think. But I think that international community also take the cautious about that because Russia still has their own, you know, strategic concern or its internal stability. Mm. So if uh, in Crimea uh, makes their very you know, tensions or the tensive points between the Russia and the, and the Ukraine. So that makes the Russia internally will make the problematic, uh, you know, situations inside of the Russia. So our international community also should respect to some extent Russia's concerns regarding the Crimea. So, Su Hao, you've mentioned the importance of the China-Russia relationship a number of times. And, and as we know, President Xi Jinping made his first trip abroad as, as China's leader to Russia uh, in March of yeah. 2013. Uh, and said that China will will make developing relations with Russia a priority in its foreign policy. And uh, on Monday of this week, Russia announced that Beijing and Moscow were in broad agreement. However, uh, China in the past has also consistently opposed interference in other countries' internal affairs. Uh, so how right. do China's interests in this regard factor uh, into this situation with Russia? Will Will the Chinese leadership accept... A, a military invasion by Russia uh, and interference in Ukraine's sovereignty, or do you expect the leadership in China to pressure 
or to urge President Putin uh, to remove Russia troops. Yeah, that's true. Non-interference is the Chinese principles of foreign policy. In Ukraine's case, it seems that uh, Russia's interfering into the Ukraine's affairs, which will take their situation as their objectives away. Because, you know, in Ukraine, this is, uh, this is as I mentioned, that in history, that the real, uh, you know, part of it's Russia, and also Russia keeps its very strong tie with Ukrainian people. So this is very strong ties between Russia and Ukraine. So our entire community, and including China, which takes the other uh, on one hand, to some extent understandable in attitude towards Russia, and on the other hand, we should try to persuade or to appeal to Russia take the peaceful way, rather than the uh, military way, or by means of interference into these uh, these issues. Even if there is no war, Suhao, uh, the Crimea crisis yeah. is likely to fundamentally alter relations between Russia and the West. And some believe that yeah. Russia and the West may be inching closer toward a new Cold War. Uh, what implications would this kind of development have for China right. uh, as it works with the international community to begin to solve other important issues like Syria and Iran? Uh, what kind of what are the implications as you see them for China? Yeah, uh, we already have suffered quite a lot in the Cold War period, and it is possible us already uh, have the Cold War ended, and uh, actually then the Cold War our international uh, community already is becoming much better regarding our relations between you know the traditional East and the West and the big powers. So we have very good and promising tendencies regarding our international development. And now, I'm now in uh, Brisbane, uh, Queensland of Australia. So this year, that will be the uh, uh, G20 summit here. Right. So that means the international community already, especially the big uh, powers region, already comes much better. So at the moment, the crisis in Ukraine will make the, uh, some miserable uh, hints that if these issues cannot be resolved rationally and reasonably. That will make a serious problem between not only Russia and Europe, Russia and the United States, and also maybe to some extent uh, some other uh, power, including China, will be involved within this kind of diplomatic issues. Right. So I think that our international community could be taking the questions about that mm-hmm. and try to avoid any serious uh, confrontation. So uh, personally, I would say that number one, Western country, I mean, uh, Europe, or even including the United States, uh, should be taking responsible behavior mm. to maintain the, uh, you know, the peaceful situation, to not to provoke, to not to stimulate the relative parties, uh, parties. Number two, maybe we could uh, take a positive role or constructive role for the both side, Ukraine and uh, Russia. And uh, uh, regarding the Ukraine's case, I would say that it's, it is understandable because Ukrainian people, they need to better life. So our China community could be give the citizen for them and uh, to, to help them to, you know, to try to create a good uh, situation, uh, economic, especially the social, societal and economic situation to make the Ukrainian people have a good health in the future. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, we also respect uh, Russia's strategic concern. 
because it's too much provoke Russians, Russian nerves. That will make the Russians take the, you know, stronger or maybe it's the irrational behavior mm-hmm. to make the situation worse. You know, at the moment, I have to say that China is takes a reasonable, reasonable way mm-hmm. to manage this kind of issue. But it is pretty to me that maybe it's the United States or, or uh, European countries takes a bit more, a little bit assertive way, you know. So I'd say, I would say that maybe it's the uh, original community. Should we have the joint efforts or can communicate with each other and also make the, uh, you know, joint behavior? To collectively to help the situations reduce regarding the tensions. If Russia is allowed, there's a great deal of concern in the international community about Russia undermining international law with respect to Ukraine. What are the consequences if Russia is allowed to undermine international law? Are there implications for Asia as well? Yes, at the moment, in theory, or even in the international norms. Russia also makes their problem because uh, they are already appears to some sense the uh, internal affairs of the Ukraine. So I think it's not a good manner. In this regard, our economy should not encourage this kind of tendency of Russian behavior. So we should express our intense concern in the uh, community to Russian leaders uh, and try to appeal to Russian leaders take their in a moderate way rather than the radical way uh, to interfere with the internal affairs of uh, Ukraine and leave the Ukraine peoples to have their own decision to make the, uh, the direction of their Ukraine's development in the future and also to manage their own affairs and their own internal affairs and also their external affairs regarding their, not only their Russia and uh, Ukraine-Russia relation but also Ukraine and the European relation. So make the their Ukraine people make the decision by themselves. Do not uh, do not interfere too much. Mm-hmm. That will not be a good manner. And then finally, Suhao, let let me ask you finally. You know, whoever takes over in Kiev will have a difficult road ahead, uh, even without the ongoing Crimea crisis. Ukraine faces significant mm-hmm. economic problems. Many say it needs 15 billion in new loans just this year. What do you see as the future of Ukraine, in your opinion, and how can Ukraine balance its interests between the, re- the West and Russia better? And is there a role for China to play in better ensuring Ukraine's stability? To me, it is very important that the picture of Ukraine as an entity, which is not advance the separation uh, within, within the Ukraine. That would be a miserable way, not only to Ukraine people, but also to the uh, our international community. Our international community could be help Ukraine people to uh, take the time gradually to resolve their own problem. Our international community should not uh, make much more pressure on the Ukraine. So I would say if the international community in that situation around Ukraine could be uh, better or moderate, so Ukraine people will take the time step by step and to try to find the right uh, the right way to enhance their cohesion, national cohesion of Ukraine, so that to keep Ukraine as independent and also as integrate uh, in unity of the nation. So I think that uh, keeping Ukraine's, uh, you know, uh, have their own cohesion 
as a nation is very important for our entire community. And in the future, I do think that if the entire community takes the rational way to manage this kind of crisis, uh, Ukraine could be uh, keep their own independence and also integrity. Well, Sue Hao, I want to thank you very much for spending time with, with us today to discuss China's perspectives on the evolving situation in Ukraine. I appreciate uh, you talking to me on the phone all the way over in Australia uh, and look forward to seeing you back here in Beijing. That's it for this edition of the Carnegie Tsinghua China and the World podcast. I encourage you to explore our okay. website at www.carnegietsinghua.org and see the work of all our scholars at the Carnegie Tsinghua Center. Thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.